coming up on the Greg and Tim Show podcast. Hopefully we won't get that call from Scarlett Johansson. What the heck? <laughs> and Greg's like, who is this? The Jets are back. And, the Jets uh, are back. Fans not Apparently, so yeah. Apparently nobody had the memo. The littlest hobo. <laughs> the littlest hobo. I watched it all the time. And if I'm <laughs> a lot not... of hand talking, a lot of tapping on the desk. We're very animated, us Sanderson. You Sanderson. Uh, just, just... So at home you didn't have any chain of command. No, there is no authority whatsoever. Right. Summer or winter? Summer. Okay. Who are these people that like winter better? Researchers say that we lie. So here we we lie. Apparently, this is what I heard. Anywhere from ten to twenty times a day, but we just don't realize it. Get your earballs ready and welcome back to the Greg and Tim Show podcast. Here are your hosts, Greg and Tim. Hey, and welcome back to the Greg and Tim Show. Uh, I'm Greg, as always, and my co-host over here, my sidekick, my partner in crime, is Timothy. Timmy. It's a beautiful day for another podcast. I hope that wherever you're going right now, you're driving slow, driving fast, driving safe, sitting on your couch. Sitting in the hot tub. Sitting in the hot tub. Sitting on the dock of the bay. I love the hot tub. Wasting time. I love sitting in the hot tub. It's a little bit cold. I'm going to sing my heart out every episode. Yeah. I don't care what people say about it. It's going to be the lowest rated show of the eight so far that we've done if you it, keep singing. It could be. <laughs> it's like all these comments. Well, we might get some comments. We might get some feedback. Episode eight. Episode eight. If you are French. It is the great eight. This is episode number eight. Eight is wheat. 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 H U I T. Wheat. Yeah. Yeah. That's in French. Uh, not to be confused with nuit, which means night. Or wheat as in the, the wheat crop that you eat. Of wheat. That's right. So uh, we got a good episode today, Tim. Uh, can you tell me what's happening? We've got a topic that's as common as it gets. <laughs> is it? And I'm, it says what it is. Here. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave the uh, topic out. Oh. We're going to find out what the topic is later on. Uh, we're going to dive into a world of little white somethings, and I'm not going to say that sound right at all. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. We uh, we will do that. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll explain the nuances Wheat. around it. <laughs> and um, a little bit about it and when it might be too far. Like when it might cross when the line. It might be too far and cross the line. And of course, we've got your favorite segments lined up and keeping it fun. And of course, we always talk about sports, don't we? We have a little bit of sports talk coming up right away. And uh, we have a special segment today called This or That. This or that. Yeah. Sounds great. I'm looking forward to it. And we have a special guest special lined guest. up. I'm looking forward to this one because this special guest is somebody that can really give us an insight into what Tim was like as a father. Well, I think you've given away a little bit too much there, but okay. <laughs> so, as always, we invite the viewer to grab their favorite beverage. Viewer, listener, you right there. I can see you. Watching, listening, enjoying. whether it's uh not see you in a creepy way though. <laughs> <laughs> Little white something. Let's roll. Let's roll. Grab your phone. It's podcast time. It's the Greg and Tim Show. It's the Greg and Tim Show. It's the Greg and Tim 
Gregan show. The Gregan King show. The Gregan, the Gregan, the Gregan. It's the remix. Remix. Jason Derulo. It's the Gregan Tim show. That's a good. I think we should remix it. I think we should uh, see if we can put it into one of those AI remixers. Yeah. And see if we can get like a hamster mix or something like that. Remember the hamster? Oh yeah, that's like, right. The little hamster yes. guy that would always do the dance and everything. <laughs> Maybe we can get him to remix it. Dial up, dial up internet. Uh, what was that? I can't remember the name of the sound. I'm sure that we can play it though, as long as it's not copyrighted. Our last episode, we got some copyrights. Did we? Oh yeah. <laughs> So that was my question. We got, and we say this. We got four of them. <laughs> Who's the boss? Green Day, Tom Jones, and the incredible movie that you talked about. We bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. So thanks, guys. We appreciate it. The podcast that makes zero dollars is paying zero dollars. <laughs> Hopefully we won't get that call from Scarlett Johansson. What the heck? And Greg's like, who is this? Who? Wait a minute. Who? What did you say? Scarlett, what? <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, how's your, uh, how was your week, Timmy? My week was fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, it was, it was a really good week. Yeah. yeah, I think we got a lot of things uh, we did this week. Uh, so far, uh, there's been uh, a few hockey games on television. The good old Jets. Jets are back. And, the Jets uh, are back. Fans, apparently, not so yeah. Apparently, nobody had the memo that the Jets came back. Okay, to, so for, it's been twelve years. Yeah. Twelve years of Winnipeg Jets hockey. Yeah, is now I know the honeymoon's over. Yeah. But is the Jets shine gone? Uh, explain what you mean by that. But my answer is, so you, yes. you know, when you get a brand new car, you love it. There's a honeymoon phase at the beginning where you drive it all the time. Yep. You're loving every moment. And then there's a phase where you're still cleaning it. You're washing it. You're taking care of it. And then there's the phase where you don't clean it anymore. You don't vacuum it out anymore. And you could care less whether it's there or not. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that I remember the day that we got tickets for the first time twelve years ago, and I think yeah. the season tickets sold out in I want to say like twenty five seconds. It was quick, yeah. Um, and, and not only that, but you the had, only way this works, Batman said, yeah, is if we sell out this arena every night. And uh, not only that, but there was a waiting list, uh, ten thousand, five thousand, whatever it was. Yeah. So the demand, because we hadn't had ho NHL hockey for so long, and people were just excited, they didn't care if we won or lost the first year. Um, they just wanted to see the stars come and play here, and and yeah. they did. And now, twelve years later, you could argue that there's, you know, if you went down that roster for the first year and. It was not good. <laughs> it wasn't very good. You forget half those players that played. Uh, and now you have much better players. Kyle Wellwood, Nick Antropov. No, there'd be people that you wouldn't even remember being on that roster. If you named it, there were six or seven people like, I don't remember that name. Um, actually, Clark. Funny, Clark. Funny story. Um, and maybe we, we don't want to go too long in this segment. But um, the first year that the Jets came back, we did not go to the Montreal game. That was the first game we played at home. Yeah. Excuse me. But we took a trip to Chicago yeah. and watched um, 
We watched the Chicago Blackhawks. They beat us 4-3 that night, but that was the second game ever. Is the whiskey the getting to you? Is that the problem? <laughs> it's tequila. Don't be silly. Uh, um, and I went with some buddies. Yeah. And it was the second game. And we barely, go, like we had standing room seats. They weren't great seats. We went cheap on it. Yeah. Like I said, I do a lot of times. And uh, so the first two goals, all, it was, we, uh, Slater scored. Jim Slater. Jim Slater of the GST line. Uh, we he scored the first two goals, and it was they were two goals within like two minutes or something. Two yeah. nothing Jets, and we're going nuts. So we're going to see the first win because we lost against Montreal five yeah. one. Um, and we're like Slater. We like who's who's Slater? We had no idea who Jim Slater, Jim Slater was. Yeah. You know, is this like Saved by the Bell Slater? Uh, but uh, so it's kind of funny. Um, we didn't know who he was, and he's making it two nothing. We doubled yeah. the amount of goals we scored in the first. Uh, so. You know, I, I, my opinion of it is, I'm wondering if, and this might be controversial to say this, yeah. Uh, but I'm wondering at the end of the day, Winnipeg as a city is a small market-minded city that mm-hmm. can't support a major franchise, or at least doesn't want to. So think about it. The NHL is a national hockey league. This isn't. This this would be on par. And some people will argue this, but this is on par with Major League Baseball, NFL, with the NBA. And in baseball and the NBA, there's one Canadian team. In the NFL, there's none. Yeah. And in Canada, there is seven? That sounds about three right. In Ontario, three Ontario, Quebec, and then four in the West. You got Ottawa, Toronto, Montreal. And then you got Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg, and BC. Vancouver. Yeah. Vancouver. There are seven teams. Now, hockey's Canada's game. We're going to argue that, you know, hockey's always going to be Canada's game, and there's always going to be passionate fans here in Canada. We love our hockey. But with the way that the world is working right now, and the dollar and everything that's going on with, you know, just Canadian money, Canadian what do you call a recession right now? Yeah. It's hard to afford these tickets. And they've gone from $50, $55 when I started going yeah. for my season tickets per game to over $80 per game. That's a big increase. I don't, I acknowledge the fact that prices are going up, but in 12 years, I mean, inflation does happen. Um, I just think I that I believe we made it out though. It's like five point seven percent. So I'll give you an I'll give you an example year. of a place like Green Bay for the Packers. Uh, their stadium is bigger. Their population's a quarter the size of Winnipeg, and they sell it every game. And I would venture that the face value of a ticket to watch a Packer game is higher than a a Winnipeg jet nine times a year. Nine times a year. It could be. Yeah. If the you know scarcity drives sales, if the Jets. Let's say the Jets played half their games here and half the games in Regina. Right. You know, you only got twenty games now. I think. I think what you said earlier, the apathy is 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 here. Yeah. The shine, the shine is washed off. So, I don't think. Uh, I think apathy is a good good word to use. Everybody that's uh, talking online right now about you know the woes of the Winnipeg Jets and their their fans, it, it's real here. But I don't know if it's a real problem yet. And I'm hoping that uh, they can get this uh, this fixed. I think it's a real problem. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We got a we've got a very deep pocketed owner, yeah. so it's tough to say it's a real problem with having the buildings that they have downtown that they've built yeah. around the arena, 
owning the arena this time, whereas last time they were leasing the arena, and having a billionaire as a owner. Billionaires do not like to lose money. That's why they're billionaires. But it's much different than it was last time. So, anyway, let's move on from the Jets talk. Let's talk about something a little bit more positive. Yep. Those Winnipeg Blue Bombers the other night, last week, this week, whenever, six days ago, (laughs) when the Bombers won, it was was a very good game. I was at the game. Timothy was also at the game. I think this was your second game of the year, I believe. Third, Um, Third game. Third game of the year. What did you think of the game? So, um, of course, BC had won the day before. Uh, so it kind of created a little bit of a different game as far as the Bombers were concerned in that yeah. they didn't have to. It was a, basically a meaningless game. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, the Bombers are the best. By the way, BC lost 41-17 to Calgary at home and they have to play Calgary in two weeks, the same yeah. team at home. BC has a bye now. Yeah, BC's funny. Like, sometimes they look like Does they're on unbeatable yeah, BC they, the they might you can check into it but yeah. sometimes bc looks like they're unbeatable like they could like the best team by far and then other teams they show up and they lose 41 17 remember earlier in the year they should have lost to edmonton they were down like 18 3 and they yeah. came back to it like they can look really bad so you never know what you're going to get and again they have to face calgary uh in two weeks to see who comes to winnipeg to play and now you got to play in the cold by the way do you do you think it matters like we always say oh bc is used to playing in a dome and it's if they got to come into Winnipeg, it's cold. Do you think that really matters? So I don't think that part matters. I really don't think that the cold matters. Some players are better in the cold. I don't think teams are better in the cold, but some players are better in the cold because BC will practice here for the week before the game, so right. they'll get used to it. Yeah, I think the thing that matters is the fans. If the Bombers, which they have sold out four straight games now, if they sell out this Western final. And it's like anywhere above zero for that game. And we get enough fans in that stadium. It'll be loud enough in that stadium to make a difference. And that's where the difference comes in. It's never about the weather because people adapt. Players get traded from team to team. They don't know the difference. It is going to be the fans 100%. Um, Yeah, I would agree with that. A question for you, Greg. Brady Alavera is going to more than likely win the rushing title for the year, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, he's had a fantastic year. Um, he's chasing Robert Mims right now for the uh, rushing title for the Bombers. Yeah. So, and unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever way you want to look at it, now that they're resting players, we don't know how much he he's probably won't make it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, maybe players care about records. Maybe they don't. I don't know. Um, is Brady Al- Oliveira? Is he getting to the place where he's almost or as good as Andrew Harris was at his peak? So Oliveira and Harris are very similar in terms of their running back style, I believe, where they're running north-south a lot. They don't go east-west a lot. But I think Andrew Harris was a better out-of-the-backfield pass catcher. Right. I think that he was... I, I I could be totally wrong. I don't have any numbers in front of me here. But I, I remember Harris having a certain amount of yards for catching and yards for running. And I don't remember Brady Oliveira ever being talked about for catching. Certainly that aspect is one that in the last couple of years he's improved on. Yeah. Because he was very much known for just out of the backfield, like you said. Uh, but in the last couple of years, um, 
And for me personally, for me, he's not there yet. Yeah. But he's pretty dang close. He's knocking on the door, and he's of course he's still young. So, in um, terms of rushing, yeah, he is he is a better rusher right now yeah. than Andrew Harris was in his last couple of years with Winnipeg. You know, he had Harris's best years were the start of Winnipeg and his end in BC, but. Harris has always been great catching the ball. So once Oliver can do that, the other thing too is Winnipeg has so many weapons. Like receiving, receiving wise, Harris when he was here did not have the weapons that they have this this year. Right so, to, to the point where Dalton Schoen can be out for what could be the rest of the years, including the playoffs. Yeah, and he's just replaced. Exactly. Right. Like it's super simple. So, um, yeah, like uh, Oliver. I was talking to Lorraine yesterday at the game. I'm like, man, I want to get an Oliver jersey. She does not like that idea. No, I, no, because she just doesn't want me to get another jersey. So I got a I got a big hill that I wear every game. And then I've got a Harris that I used to wear all the time. Like I'd go between Big Hill and Harris, and now I don't wear the Harris. The Harris is signed. I was thinking about putting it up on the wall and framing it. But uh, she doesn't want me to get another jersey. So we'll see what happens in the offseason when I go shopping. Maybe you need to be in a mall, and then she could say, I'll get you anything you want if you go up to a complete stranger. That would be and awesome. make sure there's a sport check or some kind of sporting store there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Lorraine, if you're listening, which yeah. you, you tell me you listen every time, yeah. pause right now and text me that I can't get the jersey yeah. and I won't get it. <laughs> if you don't pause right now and tell me I can't get it, I will be driving to the stadium today to pick up the jersey. <laughs> Let's see if she listens. Oh. Closely. <laughs> this is a test. And when are you booking that cruise? Maybe we can come to some kind of agreement. We you book will the work cruise, on the and you get to get the jersey. Uh, and uh, so we're going to work on the uh, last topic of sports here. And for anybody who watches us for the sports commentary, we appreciate this. Uh, we're trying to balance it out, obviously, with sports and with uh, with some life hacks and, you know, fun interviews coming up. We're still working on the interview process. So anybody that's wondering, like, why we're not interviewing people yet, we are working out the bugs and we're working out virtual and in-person interviews. So. Once we get all that worked out, we're going to definitely start getting some people scheduled up, and we have one coming up in just a little bit. Um, but first of all, let's talk about the Astros and the uh, baseball playoffs, because right now, yeah. this is the most exciting part of the baseball playoffs I've seen since it started this year, because right. before this, it was not exciting. So baseball in general, a lot of people say it's too long. It's 162 games. It's they call it the dog days of summer, yep. uh, which you could argue here or there about. But the playoffs, when it gets started, there's nothing like baseball playoffs. Yep. And the Houston Astros, seven straight ALCS uh, championships. Yep, seven straight. That's that's incredible. Seven straight times, and 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 they're on the verge of going to the World Series again. Yeah, uh, that's unbelievable. So I want to talk about that as far as what you think of the Astros. How many World Series in a row will this be? Um, so I, I don't have that in front of my my. Uh, I don't have that. Is it three? I think this will be their third in a row. Yeah. Okay. So I was correct. Um, 
And let's talk a little bit about, if anyone remembers the history of the Houston Astros, um, anyone that played on the Houston Astros was a three, four years ago, they were um, caught in a bit of a cheating scandal Yeah, where they would tip off pitchers, tip off batters by, I think, hitting garbage cans or whatever, these different things they would do. And they were actually... Uh, 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 some they were fined, I believe. Yeah, their and, a draft choice was taken away. Correct, and the um, the coach was suspended for a year. Right, and their GM was also suspended for a year. Right, so there was a number of penalties because of that. Um, now they weren't the only team yep. that was cheating in this capacity. They, my opinion is, they were the only team that was caught. This was in 2017. Yeah, Alex Cora was their assistant. Right. Um, I read a book called Cheated, yep. all about this. Yep. Apparently, it was Alex Cora and Carlos Beltran yep. that started the whole cheating scandal. Right. You know who Carlos Beltran learned this from? Was it uh, Carlos Delgado and Sean Green? Two XJs. Yeah. Who were groomed yep. back in the 94 World Series? Right. 90, 93. Yep. 93 World Series by other players. Now, it's all like this is in a book, right? This isn't like this isn't one hundred percent truth, but the fact that it's not really cheating yeah. if you don't use outside noise making, right? So Sean Green and Carlos Delgado would actually sign steal from second base, or they would tip steal, right. so they could figure out what the pitchers are doing, what the pitchers are throwing, and they could figure out all those tipping, and then they'd be able to instantly know what pitch was coming based on certain tips. Right. Sean Green hit some of the best pitchers in the world yep. better than anybody else based on the fact that he knew different movements that the pitcher made for different pitches. Right. So, um, that like, they were apparently stealing signs electronically and with garbage cans and using replay booths and all that kind of stuff. It was a whole different kind of way of sign stealing. But, uh, Apparently, the sign stealing started in New York. Right. And then Alex Cora went to Boston. The next year, Boston won the World Series. Do you remember that? Yeah, and, and Boston also, they, they were kind of, as a slap on the wrist to them too, but they were kind of, them and New York was sort of caught yeah. to the same extent. New York was caught with the Apple Watch scandal yeah. where apparently the Apple Watch was buzzing and they would give a signal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 2017, the Astros won the World Series. And then in 2022, last year, they won the World Series. Yeah. I actually have a World Series trophy for that one because I went to the first game this year. Um, they've won the pennant 17, 19, 21 and 22 and if they win again this year 23 that'll be five times in seven years yep to win that pennant so and, and to go to the world series and it's funny because some of these uh players that used to play in the astros they go to different teams right so we yeah. watched in george springer in new york we watched springer was playing for the jays uh and then the, some of the yankee fans were like these you cheater you cheater yeah. and i think they had like a player or two of those on the same team it's like do you guys know what you're talking about no the yankees didn't oh right the, it was the yankees right the, the yankees also were they, they were so, they were cheating too we were in minnesota yeah for the playoffs right, and that's what i was thinking of, yeah. <laughs> and they're yelling cheater to, and booing george springer relentlessly yeah and kurt and and uh and i yell out you know that correa played with him <laughs> on the same team yeah <laughs> and then whenever correa would come out just Carlos because Correa. of that, Carlos Correa, right because of that, I would yell, Chena! Yeah. 
And everybody would look back at me and laugh. They laugh, they yeah, know. They, yeah. They know. It's the same. They're yelling at Springer the same. And yeah. you know what the weird part is? Yeah. Springer and Korea both wear number four. Yeah, it's funny. It's kind of weird, though. Yeah, they both didn't wear four, I don't think, with the uh, Astros. Yeah. And and do you remember um, that big play in the game that we went to, game two, uh, where uh, Vladi, uh, Vladimir Guerrero was caught on second? Yeah. It was it was kind of a little bit of cheating that was happening there too, right? So Carlos Correa uh, called that pickoff move, and he told them that he was going to sneak in behind, and he, um, so. Basically what happened, and I don't have all the details in front of me, but basically what would happen is he snuck in behind, and he's the off baseman. So normally, because it was a right-handed batter, the second baseman would be the one that would sneak in, not the shortstop. But the shortstop actually snuck in behind Guerrero, which was Correa, and the bench pressed a button on the pitch comm, say, like telling the pitcher to turn around and throw the ball. Right. And... Instantly, the pitcher turned around, threw the ball, Guerrero out. And that was is a that big scandal. That was a, is that cheating? A gray area? Electronic maybe, right? again. Yeah, exactly. John Gibbons seems to think so. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like, you know, where does cheating become too much cheating? Because yeah. you're, you're trying to get in. You know, it was a very gray area there. And some people say, if you're not cheating, you're not trying, I suppose. Yeah. Right? So a little bit of gray area. But anyways, that, I thought that was interesting. But go Astros, right? It's a gray area. And there, you know what? There's a lot of things that have gray areas. Yeah, that's right. And we're going to talk about that coming up. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Yeah. Well, Tim, it is time for a segment. Time this for a, an amazing segment. This is a new segment. Yeah. We're going to introduce somebody on the big screen here yeah. on our new high-tech studio. Yeah. And uh, this person is going to be somebody that you know very well. And you've been preparing for this. Well, all your life. And the reason we're doing this is because we've had something about or what's Avery doing now. What's Avery doing now, yeah. And we had Untitled segment with Taylor. With Taylor, where we got had no titles for the segment. None, not titled. And we've had some some viewers push back and there's been a high demand. They're like, I know you have three daughters. I don't remember we, any we, viewers we have, pushing. We have we have referenced uh, the two of the daughters, but where's the third? We keep talking about her. We haven't seen her. We, we haven't. haven't heard from her. And a lot of people uh, want to hear from the OG, the well, original Sanderson daughter. We haven't technically seen any of your daughters yet, but uh, this one will be the first one. Number one on our new studio on the big screen for the virtual interview with Officer Cadet. Raina, welcome, Raina. Hello. Hey. So, um, your dad has some questions for you, but I want to start out by saying, Raina, how have you been? I've been, I've been good. I went to church this morning, came back, did some homework. It's been a relaxing day, relaxing week. It's been okay. Okay. okay so your dad's no longer in the room. <laughs> wait <laughs> you can never mind you can see him <laughs> tell me the truth how have you been no i've been good yeah. some days are uh harder than others busier than others tiring than others but yeah. as long as i get my naps in i'm okay <laughs> yeah are you missing uh we'll get into that in a little bit here but uh i heard that you're living the life out there you're living the top gun dream oh yeah of course tell me about it what is the Top Gun um, dream? <laughs> well, specifically, not exactly like Top Gun. I'm not a pilot. Uh, 
but definitely the fun scenes that you see with uh, everyone in the crew hanging out after hours, off duty, on the beach playing uh, soccer, not, well, soccer too, but football, volleyball, that really happens. It does. So, it does. so the, the scene that you're referring to uh, in this, the, the last Top Gun, uh, where they're all on the beach, they're playing football, they're having a blast, and they're gelling as a team. That actually happened to you. Oh, yeah, that actually happens. Yeah. That sounds like not work at all. That sounds that is, it's like that is on the weekend. <laughs> that is after duty. So, what do they call that again? What? The, uh, oh, so like weekend leave and stuff like that? Yeah. So, that's what it's called, like, weekend leave? Yeah. So, we have on duty weekends and then we have leave weekends. So, on duty, we could be asked to report to do certain duties on campus or on base. Um, but leave weekends, uh, sometimes they plan for a bunch of us to get together. Like the one that I'm talking about, we went to the beach um, in August because it obviously is kind of gross inside now. But in August, we went one Sunday evening, uh, Sunday, actually the whole day we spent out on the beach there, played volleyball, football. And then afterwards, we uh, went to a restaurant. I can see where you get your desk banging from. And <laughs> I'm gonna put my hands away now. And if I'm a lot of hand talking, a lot of tapping on the desk. We're very animated, us Sanders. You Sanderson. Uh, just just to finish her story off, yeah. they went to You're gonna finish her story off. To, uh, okay. What you, what I was told is they went to a restaurant and Goose played uh, Great Balls of Fire on the piano. The Goose? Yeah. So, Anthony Edwards. Yeah. So. Anthony you met Anthony Edwards? Well, you're just like your dad. You're meeting everybody. So we might have made that story up. It might have been a half lie. <laughs> everything else. Everything else at that point was 100% true. <laughs> no, nah, just a little white lie. So, so uh, you have some questions have some for questions. Reina. Uh, I'd like to hear these questions that you've got for uh, Reina, what do you think of your dad's internationally renowned podcast with Greg Stewart? What do you think? Have you, and, and have you listened to every single episode? And just to be clear, internationally renowned means we do have international listeners. Which we do. That's true. Yeah, Poland, Haiti, Thailand, Bangkok, all the famous places. What are your thoughts? And what is, what, do you remember your favorite episode? And what are your general thoughts about the podcast? Um, well, I have listened to every episode. Um, and it comes out at a different time than it comes out in Winnipeg. So I think I can, either I can hear it or earlier or later than everyone else. I don't know. Um, but I like listening to it. Um, my favorite parts are when Greg talks. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> yes. I knew it. That's why I interrupt you all the time. Let's yeah, most of the time it's Greg talking, interrupting my dad, which is very funny. I like that. I have watched every single episode. My favorite episode, probably <laughs> when you threw up those pictures of me playing volleyball, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, oh, so people have seen her. That's right. You have seen me, yes, and it's nice to uh, hear about home when I'm not there. So it's it's nice. Are you are you a little homesick? Yes, I am. So, what's the difference between being in the military and being at home? The difference? Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the military, like I said, uh, like I um, like I I thinking. Just speak so from your heart. That, Just speak from your from heart. heart. You know what? I have a loving family here, whereas at home, <laughs> um, it's here. I have to report everything to like chain of command if I want to even go to like a dentist appointment or I just have to let someone know. Constantly letting someone know what I'm doing all the time. It's kind of like I'm being babysitted, but not really. I just have to report everything that I'm doing. 
Whereas like if I'm at home, especially with my gap year that I had, I could just, if I wanted to go do go out and do something, I just went out and did it. Right. So it's a lot more loopholes and stuff I have to go through to do certain things. So at home, you didn't have any chain of command. No, there is no authority whatsoever. Right. At 18 years old, I was not a drill sergeant at home, Greg, if that's what you're asking. I'm not. Please email me this re request for leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you, so the second question, because uh, your dad already asked you about the podcast, have you noticed if his mic skills have gotten better or worse? Well, I actually remember watching the first episode and I, I saw my dad doing this the entire time and um i noticed that actually right off the bat before you guys even brought up in podcast i was about to text him about it be like dad you need to speak into the microphone right. even i know that and that was but greg's fault that was greg's fault for giving me a chair that could go far too far back and uh, we he's uh since then improved yeah. and, and cha made changes to his directorial by changes you mean chains <laughs> we've chained him to the chair <laughs> Yeah, you do know the microphone you're supposed to like talk into, right? Okay, thanks. Thanks so much, Raina. She's still, she's still that's, look at, yeah. And that's <laughs> all the time we have minute, today. Wait a minute. Look at even right now as he's like, <laughs> okay, thanks, Raina. He's not even talking into the mic. <laughs> so, 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 Raina, just to clarify, <laughs> there's a logo on the microphone that I told him to talk at the logo. Like even when even when you're talking towards the camera, you need to talk at the logo. Like swivel, yeah. Yeah, like move you. You can move your body, but keep your head on that swivel, right? Exactly. But your dad, your dad moves his body, and he doesn't keep his head on a swivel. So he's just he's and, getting there. And since then, we've discovered that Greg post edit can actually fix those things up. So I'm really helping him sharpen his editing skills, and that's really what I'm about. By helping by, helping uh, Greg sharpen those skills by, by post edit. Yeah, yeah it's work. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he learns. He learns, and that's the important thing. So anyway, move, moving on. We talked. To, you talked about kind of your most challenging aspect in the military as far as having to check in and, and a little bit getting babysat. What has been the best aspect of being in the military? Um, best aspect, the military, well, you gotta understand I'm at the military college, so it's not exactly as if I'm on course right now. Um, but I do have probably the best part is the friends that I've made here. And specifically too, I play college volleyball here, which has been awesome. Cause I didn't, obviously I didn't get recruited or anything like that before. I just kind of walked on and tried out and I made the team. So I've made lots and lots of really good friends here. And that makes the time away from home a lot easier. Awesome. That's awesome. That's a great answer. So, um, your dad has one more question, but I'm going to ask you something before that. Uh, your dad has some stickers made with QR codes. Do you mind mm -hmm. just sticking them on people's doors for the, the show to sponsor, promote, you know, get I the could, show out there? I mean, I could do Not that as a new standard, maybe. Everyone gets one because everyone has to be the same. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So I just need your dad's credit card number and we'll get those ordered. Wait a minute. I actually have the credit card number, so save us. Okay. Computer, just, right? yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Wait, what's this? <laughs> if you want, you can just say it right now. What's I'll make sure it goes up on the screen. <laughs> Skip the dishes. $600. What's going on? Can I do your last question, Timothy? So uh, last week, I don't know if you caught this, Raina, but uh, we were talking about uh, 15 Seconds of Courage, and that was from uh, Pastor Zach, uh, where he talks and he references that 15 Seconds of Courage can um, really change your life. Um, and he referenced also, we, we bought a zoo 
that references 20 seconds of courage. And this is why I f wanted to phone you because um, you actually have a story that that it was something to do with requiring uh, 5, 10, 15 seconds of courage. And I'm wondering if you could share that with the uh, with our audience. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so back when we were doing basic training, I'm going to try and not do as many hands as my father does, but, um, <laughs> back when we were in, I like having rain on this show. Can we have her as like a third person? I mean, when I come for Christmas time, we'll should, we should do that. Um, but, um, so about, uh, during our basic training, uh, they had us all lined up and they were like, they asked if anybody wanted to get, go to this mess dinner and they're like, you get free food. And so obviously I put my hand up real, real fast. And I said, of course, I want that free food. Uh, and then a little bit while later, I was appro approached by our chief warrant officer. Uh, and he asked me for that dinner if I want to do the land acknowledgement. Um, so the one thing you have to know about these messengers is that they're, they have very important people there. Um, it's basically a big sponsored dinner kind of thing to raise money for the college. Um, so a lot of high-ranking officers will buy a ticket because, like, again, it's for sponsoring. And some other cadets will go as well to, rep um, to represent their squadrons and stuff like that. So when he'd asked me, I was like, uh, yes, of course, I'll do it. I'm scared, so I'll do it. That's literally what I said to the chief warrant officer. I'm scared, so yes, I'll do it. Because, um, honestly, I've... I've even listened to your podcast. I've recognized some of the things that they even taught us at back at youth here. It's um, the church that we attend um, that whatever makes you uncomfortable, like you grow. Right. So I was like, oh, I'll do it. Sure. Yes. Whatever. I'll do it. Um, and so then they sent me that land acknowledgement. And so I practiced, practiced, and I memorized it. And then I obviously, when I went to the med center, I was scared again, crapless. I did. I, was, I literally was shaking as I got up to that podium um, but I read the land acknowledgement and made sure to make eye contact with everybody, like as a good speaker is supposed to. And then I didn't die, which was crazy because that's what you think when you do something that scares you like that so much. Yeah. Um, right. And and just to cl just to clarify, the you're in Ontario. The land acknowledgement is quite a bit longer than what we we say in Manitoba. Yeah. It it was like it was five sentences, but these five sentences were full of hard to pronounce words, and they were it looked like a big paragraph of just lots and lots of words. Um, but again, I had memorized it, and so then. So, Ray, yeah. you you come from a very performative background in general. Um, I've mm -hmm. seen you sing in the past, and I've seen you on stage in the past with uh, with youth group and others. Um, I've also seen you do a speech at summer camp in front of everybody that was there. So, question: When yes, you did right. that speech at summer camp, you took a very wise person's advice. <laughs> And did a joke to start it out, just to break the ice. Yes, I did. Uh, who was that wise person's advice? Who who was that wise person that gave you the advice? No, no one notable. I, I don't. Think, I don't really. Was, I think it was me. It was me. <laughs> oh, and it worked out really well for. Her. Did you do a joke just to break the ice again? No, I definitely did not make a joke for a land acknowledgement full of a room of high-ranking officers. Mm. Did you add anything at the end? Like, I'm Raina Sanderson. My phone number is 431. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with how this interview is going at this point. But um... <laughs> Either way, Raina, I, I'm super proud of you for doing that. Because Absolutely. as much as your dad doesn't say it, he is proud of you too. I say it all the time. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard it from him ever. 
Okay. <laughs> this is why Raina is still my favorite. All these non-truths on the on air on the radio. Raina slash podcast. He made me edit in Taylor and and Avery's names into my favorite thing. So just see them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it was hilarious that we all asked that same question anonymously. Yes, it was very funny. <laughs> Your dad was. And sometimes we don't laugh. <laughs> but again like stuff like what what i did was very rewarding because even afterwards uh like i said uh like a high-ranking officer came up afterwards and congratulated me was like complimented me and just said i could tell you memorized that you did very very well lots of people came up to me afterwards and said oh my goodness you did so good i'm like really i was scared but they're like they couldn't tell right because i just just did it yeah um, oh, that's fantastic. I uh, I love that story, and I think we're going to end it on that, Reina, because uh, we do have to get to a few other segments here, and we all know how cranky your dad gets when uh, he doesn't get his food on time. So I just had my food before we started taping. <laughs> you ruin everything. My belly is full. He's like, have you ever seen Adam Ruins Everything? No. You should Google it. Adam Ruins Everything. We should we should do a show you called Tim tell, Ruins Everything. You can't tell non-truths and have me just go along with it all of the time. That's the that's the whole thing about the show today. Little white lies. We'll get into that a little bit later. Okay, Raina, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it, and uh, we hope that you're doing amazing out there. And we'll see you at Christmas time. Yep. Okay. Grab your favorite beverage. Cheers. Cheers. I don't know. <laughs> See you later. See you later. Have a good one, eh? Bye-bye. Okay, Tim, I've got a new segment for you today. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what it is, but I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Billy, can you, <laughs> Billy, can you introduce the new segment? I still haven't been paid for previous intros, but here goes. It's time for this or that. <laughs> this or that <laughs> what's in my beverage no we don't know liqueur <laughs> it is not it is pure coca-cola yeah it's coca-cola zero cherry cherry coca-cola zero that's correct so uh this is a, a little quick segment uh we don't have something you don't know about tim this week uh not we, because we don't not because we know everything about tim but because i wanted to throw it a little wrench and just do a little bit of this or that this regularly scheduled program has been preempted by this or that this or that so tim i'm going to ask you a question of this or that you have to pick one and quickly describe why are you ready? Pick this or that? Oh, you, you have to pick one of the things, this why. or that, and why. I'm ready. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. Coffee or tea? Coffee. And why? Coffee's straight from heaven. Okay. I have, by the way, I have cream and sweetener. I don't know if did I explain what I had in my coffee. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be candy coffee. It's got to be sweet. Summer or winter? Summer. Okay. Who are these people that like winter better? I know. It's weird. What's wrong with that? I do not like winter at all. Oh. It's dark. It's cold. It's it, like living in a closet. Did I mention it's cold? And dark. And dark? <laughs> cats or dogs? Oh, dogs. Uh, cats, like, what are they there for? What are they doing? <laughs> uh, this one's going to be a tough one for you. Yeah. But just think, think to your cheat days. If you had a cheat day. Yeah. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Pizza? Yeah. 
And I've, I've said before I don't like pizza, but all of a sudden I'm saying uh, I'll pick pizza or pasta. Although, you know what? Sp spaghetti and meatballs? Yeah. Oh, it's good. I like spaghetti and meatballs. So pizza or pasta? But I like them, I like them both. I'll preference it by saying that. And But I like pizza the better. Okay. Barbecue chicken pizza, by the way. Ugh. Oh, come on. I do not like it. What? My family, that's what they... Yes, because they're... They like... Yeah, it's great. On Lorraine's side, they love barbecue chicken pizza. That's fantastic. They know a good thing. They know a good thing. Yeah. I'm just not a fan. Uh, beach vacation, mountain getaway. Oh. Getting harder. Mountain, getting harder. Mountain getaway. Really? Because I love hiking. Yeah. Uh, sitting by the beach is... It's great because the weather's great. But then what do you do after you... Sort of so you're like a glutton for punishment. Love hikes. Oh, yeah. climb a mountain for sure. Feel great. Yeah. Then go to the beach. Uh, sweet or savory? Oh, sweet. Easy. Yeah? Ice cream, gelato. Oh, the chocolate. The more chocolate it is, the better. Like you're more like a nuts kind of guy. Chocolates. Oh, now I want ice cream or gelato. I want to go straight from here. You get gelato? Gelato. That blank gelato. I can't. I don't want to say any names. Okay. But it rhymes with Nevas. <laughs> Morning person or night owl? Morning person. That's easy. Uh, travel by car or by plane? Well, plane, of course, but. Cost-wise, sometimes means I will go by car. But you'd prefer a plane. Well, yeah, it's quicker. It's okay. All, is, all costs being equal. This is the last question. The last one? This I've enjoyed last, this segment so much. I wish we could go on forever. I, know. <laughs> I hope you're still listening. Maybe um, the viewers have something to say. The viewer may not this be listening that. anymore. Yeah. Um, music or podcasts? Tie. It's a tie. You're going to go with a tie? Because I do them both. But which one, if you had to choose one over the other, like if one would be gone. Yes. Uh, can we call it documentaries? Well, spoken radio, basically. My documentaries win. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. And that's been the segment, This or That. Can you do that? Hey, Billy, this can you also do an uh, exit for that uh, segment? Thanks, Billy. And that was This or That. Back to you, Gregory. How'd I do? If, I, if you I, were grading me on a curve. If I was grading you on a curve, yeah. it would be a U. Okay. Uh, the curve would be going downward. How did I do with speaking into my mic? You're speaking into the mic well, yes. sometimes. If yeah, if last week was a 7, what would it be so far this week? 7.1. 7.1? 7 yeah, you'd have to get a lot better to get over a 7. Point 0.1? Yeah. That's the improvement? Yeah. Well, when you listen to it and watch it, you'll see. Okay. All right. We'll try not to watch it, like every week. Time for the topic of the day, Timmy. Anyway, moving on. Move no. So, uh, do we have the music going for this? Uh, when well, do we start that? Let's roll, roll the music. Let's roll the music. Okay, hooray. It's time for the topic of the day. So, uh, I was thinking the other day yeah. about this topic that was going on in my head, but I'm going to ask you some I'm going to say a bunch of sentences, and we're going to tie them in at the end. Okay. Have you ever done these things? Have you oh. ever said these things? Uh, have you ever heard that cracking your knuckles will give you arthritis? Yes. Uh, have you ever told your kids that it doesn't matter how much they dislike the gift they got from their grandmother to smile and say, I love you, and it's fantastic? Have I ever told my kids that? To say that. No. No? Okay. Um, have you ever heard that if you cross your eyes for too long, they will stay that way forever? Yes, I've heard it. 
<laughs> have you? No, I had a friend that happened. It, it happened. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, have you ever heard that you need your cross-eyed Jim? <laughs> cross-eyed Jim. That's his real name. Yeah. Hello, how are you? What's your name? Cross-eyed Jim. Cross-eyed Jim. <laughs> Last name? No. Uh, have you ever heard that you need to give your food ninety minutes to digest before you go swimming? Thirty. 30? Okay, 30? 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Have you been told that eating carrots will help your eyesight? I've been told that, yes. Have you been told that storks deliver babies? No, I've never been told that. Okay. <laughs> um, as adults... I was told where babies came from. As, as an adult, have you ever told someone it's nice to see them even though it wasn't? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> When someone asks you how you're doing, have you ever said you're doing fine, even though you weren't? I am always living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been told by someone that lives in the street if you have or asked if you have change, and you've said you have no change, even though you don't? Uh, I don't carry change. When you get stuck in traffic or when you're late for something, do you ever say that you got stuck in traffic, something that didn't actually happen? No. Right. Uh, have you ever told somebody that the email they sent must have gone to your junk drawer to explain why you didn't return the email? <laughs> no. <laughs> have you ever lost a call and said you were going through a tunnel, but you just didn't want to continue <laughs> the conversation? I have not ever said that. But yeah, no. Okay. Anyway, so these, I do not want to incriminate. <laughs> the, the, why can't? Why, these, is, why are you asking me? So the, uh, you're the only one here. Anyway, oh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's sweating all of a sudden. I am not sweating. I am perfectly normal. Uh, so this is the topic that I want to talk about today, and that's is lies, specifically <laughs> little white lies. Yeah. And the question I have is: Are all lies the same? Are some lies okay to say to either uh, make sure someone's feeling isn't hurt, to make yourself feel better? Is it never a good time to lie or are some lies okay? That's my question. And we're going to go into some other things about that, but that's my kind of initial prompt into this conversation. Okay. So I got a question for you. Yeah. Did you lie to anybody today? If I thought about it? Not off the top of my head. Researchers say that we lie. So here we we lie. Apparently, this is what I heard: anywhere from ten to twenty times a day, but we just don't realize it. Yeah, yeah. Either to ourselves or to other people, right? So earlier today, I saw Tim in a room speaking to some people, and I popped in and I said hello, and he's like, "Sorry, you're interrupting," and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I'm interrupting. I shouldn't have just popped in and said hello." And he's like, I don't know who you are, but can you please just leave us alone? Right. Of course, I was being just kind of, some people don't know. No, who you were literally lying. Yeah. But you yeah. didn't know who I was. I guess so. Uh, five minutes later, uh, Tim was in another room. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm just walking through the halls and I see him in that room. Yeah. And I said, hello again. And he I don't said, even know this man. To a totally different person <laughs> this time. Uh, do you know who this is? And she's like, I've met him before, no. but I can't remember his name. And Tim's like, oh, I don't know who this is. And of course, I was being playful. Those were two lies. I, was being, I don't, I was I don't being know playful. if you knew that you were lying, but those were two lies instantly that Tim told today. Anyway, so we're into the little white lie thing. Um, yeah, like it happens all the time. What do you, 
Greg doesn't like it when I touch his food or things. Oh. Like that. I'm like, why are you touching my stuff? Right. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to bleep out his last name. <laughs> so, so this is just like a small examples and some of them are just, you know, we, we laugh them off yeah. and, and that's, but then there's like bigger things like, um, uh, how the government lies to us all the time. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's not get into too much trouble here. But they do. So, uh, if you take a look at the history of, uh, let's say smoking. Yeah. Have you heard that? You've watched that documentary. What's it called? Thank you. Well, it's not a documentary. It's a movie. Right. Okay. It's Thank You for Smoking. It's a documentary movie. It's a, documentary, yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. Uh, documentary. And it, and it talks about how the government, um, you know, now the government will tell you, you know, it's not good for you. But yeah. Uh, back in the day, I feel I feel horrible for the past generations in the 20s and 30s, where literally doctors and the government would say put advertisements saying the dentists literally said that smoking was good for your teeth. Well, basically, like it was lobbyists, right? So um, there would be lobbyists from big tobacco yep. that would spend money on government, and the government would then spend money on advertising. To sell tobacco, yeah, alcohol, tobacco. I think you have one other example of something that happened back in was it Nixon's era or something. So um, or I was looking at a, docu a documentary about the history of milk uh, and milk production. Yeah, and if anyone knows anything about uh, your body, typically loses the enzyme to digest dairy, uh, certainly dairy that's been pasteurized anyway, uh, at the age of four. So I don't know that this is the truth. It's true. So I'm going to believe you right now. Uh, and But because we have um, dairy producers yeah. in the U.S. that want to produce these things, uh, we're encouraged to eat a certain amount or drink a certain amount. Yeah. But the history of the last 100 years of milk production is crazy. Uh, right before uh, the Depression and the World War, um, there was an over, uh, the, the government, uh, something like uh, encouraged farmers to produce milk because it was a cheap way to a, feed people that were starving because the depression in the, yeah. you know, in the 20s and 30s was real. Uh, people were starving, so they needed to to help them in some way. Uh, and then when the soldiers went to fight, it was just something that it could be an easy way to get, you know, to sell that milk uh, from the farmer and still feed people, right? Yeah. And then after the World War II, um, the, instead of the government telling the farmers to curtail their milk production, they said, well, let's continue this and feed the general public yeah. uh, more milk, and so campaigns were built uh, to, to, you know, I think uh, again the teeth thing. They, I think at some point the the government or campaigning or, or advertising encouraged people they could brush their teeth with milk, uh, and certainly <laughs> they were eating, they were drinking quite a bit of it. Yeah. And this continued on the his. I, I'm not going to get into it. That we can show clips of the documentary, uh, which the gentleman did a good job of. But going through in Nixon's era, I think he did the same thing, and then Ray. Reagan did as far Free as cheese. It, yeah, uh, government cheese um, in the Reagan uh, era. And in the 90s, if you remember the Got Milk campaign, yeah, with with the, the milk, milk mustaches. Mustaches, right? And if you look at any food pyramids, um, you know, dairy is, is one of the big things, even though, again, um, so your, would you, your body would, can't digest it. Would you consider that a little white lie or would you consider that a malicious lie? Uh, again, and th and this is the question for the podcast: Is there yeah. are are is all lying bad, or are some lying because the ends justify the means? Okay, yeah. And I use some silly examples at the beginning. As far as uh, I'll give you another example, we had um, uh, our friend's niece wouldn't eat anything but chicken. Okay, and I'm going back and forth here, so I apologize. Uh, but so their their family decided to call everything chicken. 
So yeah. they'd eat that, right? Yeah. So beef, seafood, steak, they were only five. They didn't know. We might right? do that. <laughs> uh, just so they would eat chicken. Well, you're lying to the child, right? You're, yeah. you're telling them it's chicken. Well, it's not. Like, this is so, clearly steak. So that would be a white, like, that would be what's considered those little white lies. Right. So, again, it becomes that little white lie where we as parents yeah. tell our kids something. Yeah. And we do it out of their benefit. Now, when the government tells us a lie, again, like this, I'm not saying the government's lying to us. That's not what I'm saying. But if the government in the past tells us this milk lie yeah. to get rid of milk. Yeah. Did the ends justify the means? Is, is that a white lie now because they're trying to get rid of the milk? Yeah. Or is that a malicious lie because they're, they're actually harming people? And the bigger question, is there a difference? Yeah. Right. That's the question. Are there different scales of lies? Yeah. In our personal lives, in the larger spectrum, as far as the world is concerned, yeah, um, is there a difference? Is one lie more better, powerful more, than the other, more reasonable than another one? Right? Yeah, that's the question. Some people have a very non-gray area where nope, all lies are lies. Lies, yeah. they're all the same. Um, Again, though, today you told two to me. And that's just to me. I'm not even talking about what you told everybody. Debatable. Else. This is debatable. Again. I think I was, and you know, like you could be, you're doing it in chat. You could be telling a, a story, you know, what's it, again, the other question is, you know, what's Tim's nickname is two truths and a lie. That's, that's your nickname <laughs> and that's justifiable. Uh, and then going back to the government example, like, you know, we had the same thing and I don't want to get into, uh, but you know, pharma, big pharma. Yeah. I think even if you leave out of it, big pharma, I think people recognize that the government is trying to push certain pharmaceuticals on people that are questionable. And here's the thing, we in order to get a monetary we payment. we as like uh like a population of people won't really know what is and isn't a lie right until the next generation happens. Right. It's, it's the same as like smoking. back in the day. And smoking right now it's, it's, it's smoking was healthy right. for you and and it was not. Right. And you know like to believe certain things is to believe certain things. And some people will willingly just believe whatever is put in front of them without right. looking it up. There's a book by a guy named Hans Rosling. Uh, it's called Factfulness. And I listened to it on Audible back when uh, we were uh, in the, the times when we couldn't go out and stuff. Right. And I thought it was really good. If anybody wants to listen to a good book, it's called Factfulness, 10 Reasons we're wrong about the world and why things are better than you think. Right. There is a lot of things that are being told to us yep. on a daily basis that are lies. Yep. And not getting into any conspiracy theories or anything like that. But in the end, the truth always comes out. Right. And and this is the problem I find that what you just said is so true. Like um, the issue is some people take these non-truths and they just spin it so out of control that nobody yeah. takes it seriously. So when you say um, certain things that are lied, it doesn't get as much respect because it's now people are being controlled by robots yeah. and, and everybody, and we have, we have friends like this where it's like, like you, you can't take a single thing they say, you know, at face value, you can't take it seriously because it's, it's kind of nuts so right? For every truth, there's... For every mile of road, there's two miles of ditch. That's correct. Yeah. So for every mile of truth, there's two miles of lies. So I th I think we've kind of gone over the subject matter, but I think it's an interesting topic to yeah. ask people 
you know, do you believe that all lies, you know, all lying is wrong? Yeah. Or are there some personal lies that we yep. take for granted that are just, they're safe, um, they don't have any, there's nothing wrong with them, they're not yep. malicious, they're, no one's getting harmed. And even on a bigger scale, do you think the, you know, think we're lied to by the government? Um, and how much, right? <laughs> yeah. But, we'll but see it, how well it's, this... a good, it's a good discussion to have because, I mean, yeah. You know, some people think that no. You, some people will probably respond so, and say like, you should get the the, the tin foil off your heads, right? Just, just by what we're saying. Yeah, yeah. and we're not going to get any copyright strikes this week, but we may get a call from because we haven't uh, had our podcast uh, submitted to we haven't approval. submitted it to approval <laughs> to the government. <laughs> Maybe he'll be on next week. Well, let's see if we can get him as an interview. Yeah, everyone. Would getting... you listen? Oh, they would. I'm sure he would. Yeah. He or she. Well, that was great, Tim. And uh, let's uh, finish it up here. We're at the end of the show. I got a couple of housekeeping things to address. We made a couple of mistakes over the last couple episodes. Oh, yes. The mistakes. Two episodes ago, I said that the usual suspects was uh, Quentin Tarantino, which it was not. It was Brian Singer. Right. And let, we should go into that. Remember that uh, segue I told you about? Well, I guess we'll save it for next episode. <laughs> I guess so. Remember, remember that. Remember that, okay? I'm going to write it down. Okay, you write it down. Um, and then the second mistake was made by yourself uh, about your brother-in-law, Bernard. That's correct. I said he was a firefighter paramedic. And he is? No longer a paramedic. He is just, he is, I shouldn't say just, he is a firefighter. Yeah, not just. He saves people's lives. Just like you do when you donate blood. That's <laughs> the same exact thing. Did he, did he say anything about that? About me saving lives? Yeah. Oh, that's no, he said, could Greg not come on the trip? <laughs> Is there any way? Is there any way I we said could I'd get do rid of Greg? I could do. Because he is not that great. Right, Why? Well, and then uh, I want to share one last thing before we, uh, before we go here. Uh, we got a comment on YouTube. I like to uh, shout out some comments every now and again, uh, especially when we only get one. Shout it out. <laughs> so it's easy to pick one. Uh, this person commented uh, after our post about uh, doing something courageous, doing something outside your comfort zone, uh, a little bit of courage. Uh, this person quit their job and started a new one. And it took them courage to quit their job and start a new one. But the new one pays them double. Wow. So he's, they said, seems to be going okay so far. Being twice, so, as, much, twice as much. So congratulations to you, uh, Mac Tools Addiction. We uh, salute you, making double. That's awesome. Can't do that to Raina, but we can do that to Mac Tools. That is correct. So uh, farewell, Tim. Until next time. Until next time, my friend. Give me one television show from the 80s that's Canadian that you remember. The Littlest Hobo. <laughs> the Littlest Hobo. I watched it all the time. That's fantastic. Saturday nights. Looking forward to this one, with what's his name? The guy, uh, Michael. The guy who played the, for uh, the Heaven guy? The guy that, no. Like, who is in Littlest Hobo? Just the hobo? The hobo. Just the and then just various uh, people that would be kind of, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, have a good show. Have a good show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for watching the Greg and Tim Show podcast. See you again next week. Remember to share, like, and subscribe. <laughs>